on today's special edition of gaming but at what cost we are leaving gaming at home and just asking but at what cost ed talks about or more commonly referred to as ed is a uk youtuber as well as a uk medical cannabis patient with a rapidly growing youtube channel already amassing 296 subscribers and over 10,000 views in just 30 videos he's very passionate about cannabis and its positive effects we are able to get an interview with Ed and dive deeper into his thoughts and truly get to learn from him and get to know Ed on a deeper level. I'm your host, Nighty. I'm joined today by my amazing dragon. Hello. He is finally back, still owned by the government, and of course, always hungover, because that's just dragon. We missed you, dragon. Where you been? Um... Overseas. Ah. You are you gonna hit me with the uh, classified intel. Uh no. Oh. <laughs> I wanted some classified intel. Just just a sprinkle. Can I get a little bit just so the CIA uh the CIA what? you know gets mad at me? What's it close to me? I got to go on a beach. That's about it. Ah, a beach. Um Japan is my guess. I mean, that would be cool. Brazil. To be in Japan. Ah, Brazil's a good one, too. Well, before we get to, to Brazil. the bulk of our interview, everyone, of course, we've got to do our amazing sponsor segment for our amazing sponsor, Gabby, who has continued to sponsor our content, even though we are tea-tiny and just getting on going. They've continued to be great supporters of us, as well as a supporter of me and my content and uh is the reason we can bring you these videos uh they've just refilled both their waifu shakers and their starter packs so the starter packs come with a shaker cup and two packets of dubby uh they are all uh zero calories zero sugar no uh maltodextrin or fillers or artificial colors and it is keto friendly if you don't want caffeine or the neurofactor, there is also a hydration blend and a caffeine-only blend if you don't want the neurofactor. And if a tub seems a little too expensive for you, the starter packs come at around $15, and you can use my code 90 that's N-I-T-E-E-E, three E's for 10% off. And now, without further ado, I present the cannabis extraordinaire Ed talks about, better known as Ed. Welcome, Ed. Thank you very much for having me, guys. How you doing? We are we're doing all right, you know. I just wanted pretty to, good uh, living life. Yeah, living life is definitely for sure. I mean, dragon. Happy you days. Gotta, Happy days. You got a big life to live. You know, being mili Mr. Military Man and all. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, what would you guys like to ask me then? Well. Obviously, we want to ask you, you know, what got you into, you know, let me sit down and record a video of myself on a camera. You know, what led to that first video that you made? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I've always been passionate about cannabis. I mean, everyone I talk to, I bore them to hell with me nonstop talking about it and what it can do and different things it can do, you know. So uh, once I... um. 
finally took the jump and went for legal cannabis because legal cannabis has been it's been legal in the UK for since the first of November two thousand and eighteen, and um, I only decided to get it uh, a few months ago, about four months ago, because I'd heard so many bad things about the products and everything. So I, I waited, waited them to iron a few problems out, and uh, once I got my prescription. That was it now. I'm legal. I can put my face on YouTube and not worry about the police coming and knock the door down. Yeah, that's always so that a good thing. So that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've always been passionate about cannabis. Like, like I say, I mean, I'm constantly doing people's chewing their ears off, you know, telling them like, yeah, this effect and that effect and this terpene does this and that terpene does that, you know. So I thought, why don't I just put it out there, see if people like it. Which I find, you know, super interesting because i've been smoking for a very long time but i don't know anything about anything i'm like if i smoke it i know what happens and that's about where my knowledge ends i mean i get different thc contents and cbd contents and stuff like that but my knowledge is very baseline very limited so watching your videos it's like wow i just learned something i never knew and now will be with me forever yeah i mean uh, the thc content uh, issue that's a big issue of mine because um, the, the principle is is the more THC you have in a plant, the less other cannabinoids will be in there. They get shoved out. So when when you're talking about the entourage effect of all these cannabinoids working together in a synergy, they're not going to work as good as they was if they had less THC. Do you, does that come across right? You know. Yeah, so the kind of the stacking of the cannabinoids makes it stronger right. instead of just the THC making it strong. Yeah, THC on its own, it does obviously give a narcotic effect. But if you add in all of the other cannabinoids that the plant wants to produce and give you, your, your effect will be greater. For someone who's recreationally smoking, I would say avoid the ones that say 30 or 35 or 40% THC and go for the ones that say 22% THC. You'll get, I guarantee you'll have a more enjoyable smoke than you would if you went for the higher one. Which, I mean, I find interesting. Like, obviously, when I smoke, you know, you save your, it's a common thing, of course, you save your roaches. Some people don't. I know some people don't like to mm. save their roaches. I'm, I enjoy saving my roaches so I can you know, collect all the roaches and then break them all apart and get that, like, resin-soaked uh, cannabis out yeah. of it. And then once you do one of those, you get way higher than you usually do because it's all the different cannabinoids and the resin so that's on it and everything else. And it is by far the most enjoyable smoking thing. Now, granted, I couldn't finish one by myself. That would put me down <laughs> for the count. But... <laughs> It is a very enjoyable smoke because of the layering and all of the different cannabinoids and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, do you use tobacco blunts uh, when you? I presume you use blunts. Uh, I sometimes I use tobacco. So I have a, a little container of raw papers. Um, I have a pipe. I think I have. I might have a bong actually somewhere. <laughs> I broke my bong. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what happens to mine. Yeah, I mean, um, with the tobacco issue as well, I mean, cannabis is going through, there's some tests at the moment, uh, a doctor in New York, I can't, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, 
but he's um, looking into cannabis as in anti, um, uh, what would it be? Uh, anti-cancerous properties or anti, you know, like, uh, in, in your lungs. So when you combust cannabis with tobacco, it's less harmful than just tobacco on its own. Now, don't hold me for that because it's in its early stages of research. But that is uh, one research that's coming out. So it's sort of, we've got to keep catching up. We've got to, the thing, my problem is we've got to reschedule it so we can start doing all this research properly. Exactly. They, they, I, I 100% agree that we need to definitely reschedule it. I don't think it should be a schedule one drug. That's a little, that's a little insane for me. That's a bit far-fetched, isn't it? It's like, I don't think cocaine is less worse than... Like, I feel like cocaine or crack is just a little bit worse. At least just a tiny bit. You know, I mean, I mean, what is it? I think Xanax is even lower in the scheduling than um, cannabis. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's insane. That's insane, exactly. Yeah. So, Ed, for someone who doesn't personally smoke marijuana, what would you tell them to maybe persuade them, get them on your side of thinking for it? Oh, I mean, I had to talk my father into taking cannabis and he was he's passed away now he he died in 2021 but uh he had alzheimer's and the research i had done and this was 12 years ago now um the research i had done was that um alzheimer's was slowed the progress was slowed wasn't wasn't cured but the process slowed with cannabis oil now i found a doctor, Dr. David Allen, I think his name is, um, is from Canada, and I emailed him, and I said to him, uh, my father wants to take cannabis oil. Um, he's on this medication. I told him the medications that he was on, and he emailed my father back and said, I suggest you take it. I think your son is correct. So my father then started taking cannabis oil over here back then as well 12 years ago it was even more illegal so i'm not going to say how he acquired it but <laughs> he got the oil and nine years later nearly 10 years later he could still have a conversation with you he could still remember people's names he could eat his dinner he could lift the food he could he could tell you everything that he would do normally and the so basically the alzheimer's progressed a little bit but the doctor came up to me and said on his deathbed he went i can't believe your father is so with it i've seen so many more alzheimer's patients with vascular dementia that have got to his stage and they can't even feed themselves and that shocked me that absolutely shocked me coming from a medical professional i didn't tell him what my father was taking but he was stumped so that's just one story i tell someone uh, I mean, to try and say to them, look, it's not a bad plant. It's really not a bad plant. You see these children with epilepsy. You give them a little drop of oil and they stop their seizures. Uh, that's how I would try and talk to someone who's, not, I wouldn't say anti-cannabis because they've come to me and spoke to me about it. So they're obviously open-minded a little bit. But They want to understand your perspective. 
and someone's perspective that does use use it actively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try and I just try and tell them it's not the bad drug that the media has said. Yeah, it's, they it's, classified it's, it's, it way too high, way too quickly, and. Now that we're in such an advanced age and we're, you know, able to research it, we're realizing, you know, this wasn't as bad as we thought it was. That's right. And now you see all these CBD places popping up everywhere because of the anti-inflammatory properties that it has, you know? And it's that slow progression. Now, I wish it was faster. I wish more people would understand. And... I don't even think the government realizes how much money they could make from something like that. Do you know how much I mean, you can you, tax it? I mean, it's one of our arguments to the UK government, uh, because over there, where you are on your side of the water, you've obviously got states that have legalized, but it's still federally illegal. Um, so the government aren't getting the taxes that they can. But they're still scraping in. The, the, the states are getting taxes, aren't they? But over here... All of the money from the illegal market or the unregulated market goes to the gangsters. They get millions and millions of pounds a week over here. So our argument is to the government, stop giving the gangsters the money and regulate it yourself and take the money. I mean, we're having a, the UK government's in a right situation with money at the moment. Surely the revenue from cannabis will help that. Oh, yeah. America is a great right now either. We uh we spend a fair amount of money. We're only yeah. a, a few so, trillion um, in debt. <laughs> I think I think we're a few more trillion than that than you, you know? So, <laughs> so I mean, can you see it's just uh we know the well our government, the UK government, we all know is mainly around money. Most politicians it's all about money. So once they realise how much money they can actually make. I mean, at the minute, like I say, these gangsters are getting all this money. And the um, the crime on the streets with the young kids, they're, they're sending kids across the, the borders into different counties. It's called county lines. And because the children are young, they're not getting arrested. They're just getting through, and they get a slap on the wrist, and they get sent home. And the gangsters are just sending the drugs everywhere. It's stupid. So you believe that at least in the British side or the UK side of things, that you know, if you were to make it more legal and make it more accessible, that the crime would significantly go down. Oh, one hundred. If it, I mean, not all crime, because there are going to be some drugs that are going to be illegal forever. You know, um, yeah, I mean, you I'm can't not can't pull advocate. an organ and decriminalize everything. That's just not good. I mean, in my eyes, I mean, if you're going to do something like that, you've got to show me some serious evidence behind it. You know, that's my now, you view. You've got to show me the health benefits of crack before I let you decriminalize it. it yeah, <laughs> exactly. I but, better I mean, have um, a 16-page I mean, study of why crack is good for me if you ever think I'm going to decriminalize that. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's it. In my eyes, you've got to actually look at the... The different harms, like, I mean, cannabis is harmless. It, seriously, the only harm that comes from cannabis in this country is the gangsters on the, every street corner trying to sell you Stardog. 
that's, that's, that's what that they try and do. Non, non actual cannons. Not real. Some good old K2. And that. Exactly. They put it in. They put it in a Cali pack, a Mylar bag, and they say it's come over from California, and they try and charge you fifty quid for it. I mean, it's it's stupid. I don't. And and it's the young kids as well that are getting they used as couriers. It's just that's what really bugs me as well because I've got two young kids, and if I found out they was doing that, I'd, I'd go mental. Yeah, I definitely understand yeah. that. And you know, let's. Uh, I kind of want to draw an interesting comparison on. Do you do you think there are any like major difference between American and UK weed? Like, do you think there's a huge difference, or do you think it's very small things? Right. I mean, when it comes to so we're going to say from California, are we? Because I presume that's where everyone puts their. That's the top of the market, isn't it, over there? That's basically, so, yeah, um, your baseline. Everything's California weed yeah. and everything else. Now, I've got a few friends that grow a couple of plants in their wardrobe, and it can be just as good, if not better, than Californian wheat. But the problem is, in the UK, is these people are few and far between. And Californian weed is flooding our markets over here. It's coming over by the tonne load. So... Basically, people haven't got a lot to compare to. They just think Cali weed is the is the really nice stuff because the gangsters are selling all the star dogs, all this all this crap weed. So they've only got crap weed to compare it. The saying that that's UK. Do you see what I'm saying? But yeah. in personally, I reckon anyone in the world can grow amazing cannabis as long as they they look after it. They get all their temperatures and their PP, everything perfect. It can be brilliant anywhere. You know, I think I, I think I agree with that. But it's it's kind of like how you guys are getting flooded with, uh, quote unquote, Cali weed. It's the way that we thought good weed was, you know, grown in fields in Mexico where it was basically, it was terrible. It had to be bad weed. There's no way yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I used to, I mean, I'm 38, so back in the late 90s, I was smoking quite early, but I was smoking a Jamaican brickweed. I don't know if you uh, know about that. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, so oh, it was sticks and seeds and, and all that, and um, so the weed has got dramatically better over the years, I must say, even in the UK, compared to what we was getting back then. The, the quality has gone straight up. I mean, technology's helped that, hasn't it? Well, I, I, yeah, technology's definitely helped. And that the media's getting more and more of an eye, and it's becoming regulated in some places, so the growing conditions have to be perfect and stuff like that. People are getting good at growing it and looking after it. Hey, so I think the thing quality the UK has medical. tenfold. I'd so, say. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has. I mean, but with the, with the medical, I mean, we get um, irradiated cannabis over here in our medical market. It's gone through an irradiation process. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, very interesting, isn't it? Because if you look into it, the radiation process, it degrades cannabinoids, it degrades terpenes. Now, that process is done, so the cannabis 
sterilized for people like like my wife she has a immune a compromised immune system so apparently it's done so there's no pathogens or anything like that in it but then you've also got the non-irradiated cannabis that is grown by companies that have a better in my eyes sanitary process so their cannabis doesn't have to go through the irradiation process because it's grown to a better standard so my view is the ones that has to go through the irradiation process have problems in their grow and the only way they can fix it is by sticking it through a machine and getting rid of any mold or bugs so that's two kinds of that you get in the uk i've never touched the irradiated stuff myself because everyone says it doesn't taste anything yeah, I guess that's kind of, well, um, I don't know exactly what the American parallel would be there. I don't know, just made, what, Dragon, You would you agree? Back, you know, in the olden times, would you agree yeah, that the American equivalent would just be made? That's what everyone calls it. Mids. Yeah, and it's literally just called mid. Uh, it's weed that yeah. is not good. Like, the minute you yeah, smoke it, yeah. you can taste that it's not good. That term's getting a bit bigger in the UK as well. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of... Uh, I feel like now more than ever, we're exchanging a lot of terms. Especially with oh, the my, UK my... drill scene popping off and... <laughs> oh, Central yeah. Sea and everything like that. It's definitely breaking over some UK terms yeah. and vice versa. I mean, my daughter, my daughter's nearly 15, and she says, oh, that's mid, when something's ah, just not great. <laughs> and I'm thinking, ah, that's mid. <laughs> <laughs> so, like yeah. That. Mm, that's what you got to deal with, isn't you? With, with the teenagers. Yeah, uh, our co-host, yeah. uh, James, who you were talking to in the chat earlier, he's got two youngins. I think one... I think one's three, and the other just turned one. So he's still got uh, young and youngins, but... So they're little... Yeah. Uh, he's got... I, I feel bad for them when they start to grow up. Oh, especially when they're both... They both hit high school. Oh, that's going to be terrible for him. Oh. Poor man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we homeschooled our children. We homeschooled them for a little while. And then... They and then they went to school because when this was before the pandemic, I homeschooled my children a year before it. So when the pandemic hit, we was already homeschooling, so it was brilliant for us. So we just carried on homeschooling our children. And then once the pandemic finished, they decided they wanted to go back to school, and they went back to school. And I'm not saying I'm dyslexic, so I'm not great at anything, but they went back into all the top classes, so I was quite happy with that. <laughs> uh, you did some good teaching. Something somewhere went right, didn't it? Yeah. Well, what would you say your preferred way of smoking was? I know we were kind of like talking about what we spoke earlier, but what would yeah. you say, like top oh. of the top, if you could have it, what would it be? What's your most preferred way? Well, legally, I cannot combust my medicine in the UK. I have to vaporize ah. it legally. So, but if I was over in California, where the laws are different, I would be smoking and I would probably either it'd be blunts or with a sprinkle of tobacco as a spliff because you know European. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I yeah. see. I've you been, know. I've been since you know. I, of course, America is a lot more open on the way you can smoke. I've done many different types. I've had different things. And I mean, like, even a raw cone is different from something that we call a zigzag. The zigzag is different from a joint. And, you know, yeah. it's just this very big open thing. Mm -hmm. I think, hands down, if you're smoking with people, a blunt is the best. If you're smoking by yourself, either a joint or a bong. Although it is kind of fun to pass a bong around. I will say. Yeah. Granted, a it's a an good way to I'm break a bit your of an bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in a big group. Of course it's going to go, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a bit of an animal when it comes to uh, smoking, really. I mean, if... If I'm at, say I'm at a party or something, and I'm rolled, I've rolled a blunt, I I could easily face that blunt and then carry on my day. <laughs> Quite a high tolerance. Yeah, I uh, I'm hitting some yeah. high stages of tolerance, but I'm not all the way there yet. I'm definitely not. Well, kind of. Hey, it won't take I, you long, mate. Yeah, I kind of want to like motion into your channel a little bit, and you know, how do you feel about your you know yeah. rap? pretty rapid growth on YouTube. Well, do you know what? I just thought it was normal. And a couple of people said to me, you've actually grown quite quick in the three months that you've been doing it. I mean, were we, uh, 296, yeah. was it? Yeah, 296 when I last checked I mean, I... this morning. But I mean, when I found you, yeah, you I had mean... like, I don't know, I think you maybe had 100 subs, and then when I checked again, it was 146, and then when I checked again, it was at 200, and then I watched one of your recent videos, and you were oh. like, thank you guys so much for like 190, and you were almost at <laughs> and 250, and I was like, my lord, he can't even keep up with it, he's blowing up so quick. <laughs> you know what, I do appreciate that, thank you, but I mean, I do, I think the passion comes across, I, I, I do, that's, that's all I can think of, really, because... I don't think I explain things as well as I want to. So I think it's the passion that comes across how much I, I feel about this plant, you know? Maybe that comes across. I don't know. But um, a lot of people have... It's all, it's all been love from the comments anyway. I haven't had any bad comments, which I'm dreading. Yeah, those... Uh, you know, everybody loves you until somebody decides to be mean because they had an off day. But, I mean, your top yeah. three videos are almost all above uh, 2,000 views. You know, stop buying weed slash cannabis just for THC. Medical and re recreational yeah. cannabis is their difference. And then, of course, your entourage mm. effect, which, you know, leads me into my next question on maybe oh, going a little bit that. deeper back into that. Yeah, yeah. Get a little behind the scenes, but a little bit of deeper, deeper knowledge. Yeah, but the entourage effect is a big thing. I mean, in America, you guys have a lot of uh, vape pens, don't you? Yeah, and it's usually very prevalent distillate stuff. Yeah, they're usually, they're usually like 99%. Yeah, nice ones, right? Nice, I but yeah, they're mostly like 99%, 98% distillates. Yeah, and I mean. That there, that means so that's THC, just purely purely THC they've got in there, and then they're mixing it with non-cannabis terpenes. So 
So for instance, you're just getting one part of the plant. So when you take, for instance, that THC and you give it, and you, how would I say this? Um, you just lower the content of the THC and add all the other cannabinoids in it. So if you were smoking a rosin pen, I don't know, do you know what a rosin pen is? I do, yeah. Uh, yeah there so are wax pens Smoking here, a rosin pen. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, I mean, that's, that's basically the plant has been squished and gets put into a pen. There's no... There's no distillation or nothing. It's fully, it's got all of the cannabinoids that that plant wanted to express. So that rosin pen against the distillate THC mixed with grape flavor, the rosin pen's going to be so much more effective in the sense where you, you'll, get, you'll get higher if you want that for recreationally. You will feel it medicinally a lot better because when you work um, with a turpentine, content so say you're mixing the thc with just this grape random grape uh terpene they're not going to work together properly because that wasn't derived from that plant do you see what i'm saying so the entourage effect all comes together when every single cannabinoid in the plant comes together and works as one so kind of like does that make sense have dabs like dabs are just basically the mm. rolled out oil from nugs and it's just that really mm. concentrated wax mm. now it'd, a dab is something it'd be high in cbd dab is something else i don't know if yeah you've, exactly uh, and there's a reason behind that uh just yeah i've had super dabs super many times dabs Dabs or something. If anybody in our audience (laughs) has taken a dab, you guys understand. For anybody who's just like smoked, you're just like, I don't see what's so big. It's just, you know, wax. Like you're hitting it like a bump. No, dabs. Dabs. Oh. Dabs will wake you up. That's some powerful stuff. That is some real powerful stuff. There's a reason behind that because. It, it, all the cannabinoids have been concentrated. If you if you took a dab of just THC oil, of course you'd feel something. But you take the same dab of that um, whatever wax that you've got that concentrate, you will feel so much more from that. And you definitely feel more. That's for sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the entourage effect in a nutshell. But the more uh, just the concentrated of the turpentines, uh, the yeah, but that, but that, but my entire yeah. th- you see how my I brain mean, doesn't fire. See, if I did this show on my own, I'd be screwed. This is why I have people like the first episode we ever did, Dragon whooped out the word bubbly. She's so bubbly, I was so unprepared. He's just he helped bridges all the thoughts <laughs> that I can't, you know, fully express. Yeah. I don't know why you bring it up. That I, it's just a word. It, because you outdo me, but at the same time, without you, I would be done for. My brain can't connect words together so often. It's a struggle. The amount of times I find myself stuttering or like smashing words together, and it sounds ridiculous. Oh yeah, same as me. 
Well, yeah. do you think there should be more global pushes for legalization of cannabis, like worldwide, getting it cross legal, and at least a medical sense? I mean, yeah. I mean, of course. Uh, I mean, basically, everyone follows the U.S. when it comes to things like this. Anyway, it seems to be like that. And um, didn't Biden just sign the bill not long ago? Um, about rescheduling the med, uh, the research, I think, on cannabis or something along them lines. And yeah, I think it did something about getting like a grant or something like that for research. I can't really remember. To be honest, I don't like to keep up with politics yeah, these I... days. They just make me sad. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like I say, uh, we follow you. I mean, you've done medical first, then we've done it. I mean, to be honest, I think Germany's going to be doing recreationally, like federally. I think they're going to do it before you guys, to be honest. I think they're, going, they're, they're hitting the ground running there. We but, all um, just yeah, I do believe. Uh, just the Netherlands. Let's just follow the Netherlands. They've got real <laughs> nice legalization rules. <laughs> yeah, that's a 35 minute flight from my house. No, that's beautiful, Holland. I've been in. <laughs> uh, ah! God, what I would give and, uh, a good, uh, they have a good medical system. Have you never been? No, what I would give to go. I've been you so should... many places in Europe, but I've never been to, I've oh, never been to like, been? Holland or even the Netherlands. I've been, you know, up and down Italy through France. Oh. I actually lived in France for a short time because of uh, a job my mom had. So, lived in France for a short time. I've been to Germany, Switzerland. Spain, Portugal, Italy. You know, I've been all over Europe. I've been Ireland, Wales, Scotland, UK. Like, I got to explore that side. It's just I never got to go to Holland. I want to go. Oh, yeah. So you just missed it. Because it, it seems to be like all the countries you've mentioned have all got a medical program. By the sounds of it, I think. I don't think there's much there. So, I mean, we are getting closer to a medical program across the board, but they just need to get rid of it. The old, I mean, look at Thailand. They just went, all right, we're not doing this no more, and that's it. It's legal. That's what we all should do. Well, I think we definitely need some more medical research to fully or at least understand a lot more about the plant before we go fully recreationally legal. But I definitely think medically legal yeah. first is 100% where we should be by now. And I know the pandemic slowed it down heavily. Yeah. So I'm hoping in the next few years it'll pick up. It actually sped the process up over here for medical. Because before the pandemic, everyone had to do a face-to-face -face with their doctor their consultant and once the pandemic hit they all got they somehow got the laws like somewhere in the law they found out that they can actually do video calls to um do it. so now everyone just they just have to do a video call so that sort of sped up our medical system a little bit for medical cannabis it's quite it's quite ironic don't you think maybe i should go move to the uk America's being, some, <laughs> America's being a little ho sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it did. It sped up the process. So, but um, 
Yeah. So, uh, oh, the question you had. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, is it just medicinally legal in the UK? Yeah, just medicinally. Um, some police. Um, but in general, for instance, if you're caught growing it, you can get in trouble. If if you're obviously caught selling it, you're banging trouble. But um, yeah, for recreational use, it's just illegal. There's nothing you can do. So that's why a lot of people have moved over to the medical. Because, I mean, me, not I don't do this. I, I get 40 grams for the month. That does me 10 grams a week. But a lot of people are just getting 10 gram pots and going to get recreational and just putting it in the pot for the security. Hmm. Actually, so, as much as I probably so, shouldn't say that, uh, good uh, for them, that's pretty that's, smart. Like, as much as I yeah, probably shouldn't say I mean, that, good for them, people. that's pretty smart. Ooh. Like, I gotta <laughs> hand it to them there. I mean, I mean, I personally know someone who does that. I'm not going to mention who it is. But, I mean, I've stated on all my YouTube channels that I get enough. I get 40 grams for the month. My doctor knows that's enough for me. So I don't need to go to the rec market anymore. But a lot of people are doing that. So, I mean, surely, though, the more people that get onto the medicinal market in the UK, this um, thing about it creates psychosis. There's not a person that's got psychosis from the medical side yet. So surely... The more people get into it, they can sort of squash that psychosis. You see what I'm saying? They group it all together because I feel like they don't understand. They're looking at it, of course, every, I, at least I can say this for America, everybody looks at it with a business mm. standpoint. The business heads of America look at it and they don't see that they can make money off of it, even though they can make a lot of money off of it. They just don't understand how to make that money, so they don't want it legalized. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, so but that's if they don't sort that out, the black market is always going to thrive. I mean, even in California, because of the taxes, the black market's thriving, isn't it? It's, they don't know how to work it out yet. Yeah, a lot of people still buy from their street dealers, even though it's legal in their state. Just because they've either been buying from them for so long and they trust the weed, or their prices are just way better. And it usually boils down to money at the minute, doesn't it? Everyone's struggling for a bit of a extra coin in their pocket. So, I mean, that's what it mainly boils down to. Everybody really is just trying to get some money. <laughs> I mean, they need to, it's regulation and education. That is the slogan, I think. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, on the recreational side, I've got no problem with people smoking it recreationally. Not a problem at all. Because, I, I mean, I understand why. It does have very good medical, as well as, you know, oh, you know, let me smoke because I want to get high. Okay. Fine, you can have your recreational, but at least have my medical. 
Like, at least help yeah. me medically for back pain or something, something along those lines. And the amount of things that well, that's this could probably, yeah, I, mean, I mean, help and, you know, prolong people is insane. But we just don't have enough research for anybody to care and look at it. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree. It's uh the like say the recreational market. I mean, I believe as well if someone's smoking it recreationally, there's a there's a, a hidden problem. For instance, if they're smoking it for or consuming oil, however they want to do it, vaping it, whatever. But if they're doing it for after a hard day's work to relax, well, that's a therapeutic effect, isn't it? They're using it for a therapeutic effect. If you're using it uh, at the end of the night because you're stressed after a long day of work, or some mums, single mums, for instance, or single dads put the kids to bed and they want to go and have a, a vape. I'm allowed to vape because it's legal for me, you know? I can mm-hmm. I can put my kids to bed and go and vape. So I don't, I think it's all therapeutic. I mean, every, I think some some people do abuse. There's always abuse. There's always going to be abuse, even in this, the pharmaceutical industry. But I think 90% of people are using it for some therapeutic effect. I agree. I mean, there's always abusers, even with stuff that's legal now. There's always abusers to drugs. That's just how life is. And that kind of makes me want to ask the question is, do you think that cannabis is addictive, whether it's chemical or mental? Yeah, I mean, there's two sides to that coin. Um, for instance, I, you could say that I was addicted to it because I have to consume it every day. But then I find that it's, it's, it's a dependency on having pain relief. So if I don't consume my cannabis, I'm in pain. So I have to consume it every day. Now, any from an outsider, they'd think that was addictive. I was addicted to it. You know, but then they're on the other side of some people are just eating a packet of gummies every night to get out of their box because they're with their friends. Mm, maybe they can have an addictive personality and create some sort of addiction. But I do believe that people, it's a dependency for people with medicinal benefits, who's getting it for medicinal benefits. I think it's a dependency on having the pain relief. So yes, it can be addictive, but that means that's one thing as well. If you regulate it, these young children can't get it from a young age and can't get addicted to it. So I do think you so can get addicted to it. You're saying that it's it's not the high that it's addi- that's addicting. It's the pain relief. It isn't yeah, like that's necessarily the, that's addicting, the... but the pain relief is what you want, not the oh, that's high. The ad- Exactly that. I mean, I need to be able to function with my family. I've got um, uh, a disabled wife. She's got, I'll just name a couple of, she's got lupus, Crohn's and arthritis. That's just a couple of the, her problems. And I've got two children, two dogs and a cat. Now I need to be able to function on a daily basis to be able to look after my family. Now, when I was on cocodamols and diazepans and naproxen, my eyes used to roll in the back of my head. Like I couldn't function on all these tablets. 
And as soon as I consume cannabis, it does exactly what them tablets do, but I can function. So that's the addictive part, being able to function properly. So it's the addiction to being able to function properly and having that pain relief and feeling that you can, you know, you're not just kind of like how a Percocet or a hydrocodone will just lay you out or a Xanax will just lay you mm-hmm. out, but you have that same pain relief, except you're still able to do something. Exactly. So you're addicted to the freedom that it gives you. More. Because not only... Yeah. And your uh, mic's and, breaking up a little bit. And so my mind, the freedom it gives me of my mind, I can do more things. I don't find looking after my phone. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Hello? Sorry. Can you hear me? Hello? Wow, that was really lagged behind. That's crazy. I said that like a um, solid five seconds ago. Still here? Looks like we're getting some technical difficulties out here. Uh, uh, um, can you still hear me? Kind of. A little bit. Wow. Dragon. Yep. Yours is fine, right? It isn't like me tripping, right? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I think. Is it I, me? I, yeah, I think your connection's a little uh, iffy. Maybe uh, leave the call and join back and see if that'll uh, if if that fixes it. Hello. Am I... Oh, you know. First time we had technical difficulties on the podcast, I guess. No, uh, I've had to, uh, we had technical difficulties with James with Newt's podcast. It's just it was fine, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. That was a bit weird. Because he's across seas, you know. Yeah, he happens to be pretty far away. There's the head too. Well, I mean, you know, we can take a little uh, mid break. Uh, how how are we feeling about Mister Ed? How are we feeling about Ed? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very interesting. A lot of this, and it was mostly the reason I wanted to come on because he was so interesting. And yeah, he doesn't he fit is... like he doesn't fit on normal things. He's just super interesting. Oh, he's back. Oh, oh, are we working? Can you hear me? I think so. I th- we might be working. Mic check. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, there he goes. There we go. I can hear you. Ed. I do apologize. Oh, no worries. Trust me, you're not the first one to have uh, technical difficulties. Usually I can just blame it on James. But unfortunately... I hope you guys can remember my train of thought. (laughs) Uh, We were somewhere about (laughs) cannabis. That's what I remember. (laughs) I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we were definitely talking about cannabis in some form. Oh, uh, that was it. I remember. Oh, yeah, I, um, remember. I was basically, I was basically saying it doesn't only help my back pain; it helps me mentally as well. Ah, that's it, right. Uh, we were it, talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm back in the conversation. I remember too. Gee, who says? Who says cannabis gives you a bad memory, eh? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um so I was saying yeah it, it helps it helps it me um get up in the morning as well. Uh by just knowing that um I've got pain relief straight away. I can get up, have my pain relief, and now uh, I'm physically okay and mentally ready to go for the day. And that assurance is, you know, you want other people to well, be able to share that assurance. I just, yeah, because there's a lot of other people that are in my situation. So I started caring for my wife when I was 30. Um, and it's quite a change to what you you think life is going to be when you say them vows, you know, sickness and health. So I find there are other people out there in the same situation it's got to be, and I just want them to know that they're not alone. Um, you can, if you find my channel, I'm always there. Leave a comment, and I'll chat to you. I will always chat. I'll try and comment straight, straight, try and comment straight away. So, I'm just trying to make, build a community for people to just be safe and ask questions if you've got any. Which is all we're trying to do here, even though this wasn't yeah. a very gaming-specific episode. It's still at the end of the day is we're promoting mental health and mental health awareness, showing that you're not yeah. alone. There is help, mm -hmm. and you, and it's not always as dark as it seems. I hundred percent agree. That's 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 one reason why, because being a carer is quite lonely. To be honest with you, I um drop my kids off in the morning and I look after my wife. I make sure she's got her breakfast done. I can't leave my house because she's got issues so i don't really go out socially so are there other people in the same situation and just to let you know i'm here you're not alone and this is also a time in the year where seasonal depression is very big and is a very big problem you know the colder weather the gloomier days the darker days getting darker earlier it's putting a lot of people into that depressive mood or you know it's yeah. seasonal depression so if you are going through it, just know that yeah. you are not alone. There are people to help and talk. Uh, Ed will, I will, Dragon will, James yeah. will. And communities that you're a part of, start the conversation. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, I try to say at the end of every video, well, I do say at the end of every video, that I love you. Doesn't matter who's watching the video. I love you, but just for being you. And I try and put that across. Yeah, that you're well. Uh, you're welcome here. You know, you're not an outcast. No matter who you are, what you are, who you identify as, or anything like that, you're welcome here. We love you. Yeah. We're glad you're a part of this community. That's it. And share your share your thoughts like you know i mean we're all like 
like I say, um, if you, anyone contacts me, I'll try and contact straight straight away. And I presume you guys do as well, because you know there's people out there that are feeling a bit low. And I try and make people laugh. <laughs> I do try and make people laugh. You definitely make people laugh. I mean, you made me laugh when I found, first found you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, oh. that's that. Uh, oh, just to mention, guys. Right yeah, no, just to mention, uh, um, I tested positive for um, the uh, big C the other day. Uh, oh, wow. it's... Yeah, I'm feeling all right, but I've got a little bit of a chesty cough. My daughter caught it first, then I caught it, then my other daughter, and then my wife. So, but we're all okay. That's good that you're all okay. That's very important. Yeah. yeah. Gotta take care of the ones you love. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We don't, I have got a smoker's cough, though. The, it's just a little one, though. Well, Ed, we don't want to take up too much more of your time. We know you're a busy man. Wife, kids, dogs, cats. You know you're a busy man. Thank you for talking to yeah. us. Thank you so yeah. much. And I hope oh, you nice. have a great rest of your day, Ed. Or I'm night, I guess. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, thank you. And I hope you have... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um. I'll be doing my routine in a minute, but um, if you want me back on to have a chat, you're more to give me a. Sh um, it was very nice. You know, thank you very much. All right, Ed. Thank you. See you, bud. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Take care. Oh, Dragon, that was something. Towards that end, that tactical difficulty was killing us, that lag. Ooh, that was a struggle. Yeah, but honestly, great all-around guy. He's fucking, he's living his life to the fullest, and it's something great to hear. It gives you motivation in life to, you know, recycle yourself, honestly. Exactly. And even just like hearing it, it sounds like everything's so grim, but he's he's so cheery and happy and trying to make people laugh and you know everything like that. You watch him in his videos and you could never tell. Exactly. He's a great guy. And that's why when I first saw him, I was like, I, it doesn't fit, but I want to have him on. And I was like, you know, fuck, special edition we go. Well, if you think about it, it does fit. You know. We're trying to build a community that promotes mental health, promotes living a good life, and I think Ed is the embodiment of that for our podcast. I definitely agree. Ed is Ed was amazing, and he, he was very strongly opinionated as well, and he stood by it, and he's passionate about what he talks about. Yeah, and I bet if someone came to him strongly disagreeing with his views, he would still sit down and have a good chat and, you know, show him his side, but also stick around and listen to their side and, you know, listen to their views and not even force a persuasion, just give him the facts, give him what he needs to say, and then let it be, let them decide what they want to believe. And, I mean, if you just scroll through his comment section, everybody's... 
just loving him. I love finding videos like this. You got yourself a new subscriber. I hope you're doing well. Congratulations. Stay strong. Keep up the good work. Like, everybody is posting everything and talking. But also, he's replying and hearting every single one of these comments. He's saying something exactly. to all of them. He's dedicated to his fan base and dedicated to his community. He is dedicated he is to his own views and his family. And he's just trying to create a safe space for everyone where you can talk because, well, he's passionate. Exactly. So, honestly, even if he does blow up, I feel like he's still going to keep the same mentality of trying to do it for the viewers. And be there for his community. Exactly. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on this special edition of Gaming But I Would Cross. I'm your host, Nighty. I'm Dragon, of course. Yeah, he, he's still owned by the government. Yeah, if yeah. you enjoyed, hit that like, hit that subscribe. You know we're like every YouTuber ever in our outro. We've got to make you like and subscribe so we can get the get the YouTube algo going in our direction. But for real, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for a great season one. Thank you for all the new faces we met and everybody else. We've got something big planned for our season premiere season two. Thank you so much. And bye! <laughs> Remember, I'm in your walls.